Welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me, as always, is John. Say hi. Howdy. And today, we are here to talk about They Live in the Gray. Yes, we uh, we are here to talk about it because we haven't watched it yet, uh, but we will. Uh, and you can join us along for that ride. But uh, They Live in the Gray came out in 2022. It's the newest movie that we've seen so far, Brand I think. spanking new. Uh, it's out on Shudder right now. Uh, they were super, like, I, I was trying to look up information about this, and, like, everybody was like, Shudder acquired the right, Shudder acquired the I was, They were excited about that. I'm like, Shudder is doing something. Yay! Yay! That's literally what they do, guys. Way to go, Shudder. Uh, this one is done by the Vang Brothers, Abel and Bruley? Burley. Burley. Uh, but uh, they uh, <laughs> they're barely able. They uh, they tend to, to <laughs> <laughs> they uh, <laughs> wow. They're uh, barely able. Oh god! Hopefully, uh, hopefully, it doesn't talk about this movie. That they're, they're gonna sit there. This is gonna be the, like the one podcast that they. Oh hey, somebody was talking about this, our movie. This is great. Oh, this, you guys suck. This doesn't bode well. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we're wrong. Well, now so these two are brothers, and they do uh, <laughs> barely able. They they do movies together. There is one. Abel did one separately, which the, it looked like a shot on Shidio. Uh, thing called Hollywood Chaos. Now that one looked like a, it was like one of those like I want to be the anchor. Well, your Hollywood uh, celebrity stories. If they get to be the best, then you'll be the anchor. And it's like I gotta try my best to become the anchor. You know, kind of deal. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And then I saw uh, the one that they did together, which was called Bedeviled, uh, which is about an evil, cursed uh, cell phone app. Why do I feel like I've seen that before? Because it's a concept that we've seen for other things. Is, that's not the one wherever it tells the people when they're going to die, no, right? No, 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 no. Okay. No, this one apparently is like, think, uh, you remember Truth or Dare yes. that we watched? Uh-huh. Okay, so think that, but with a cell phone app. Uh, oh. Yeah, okay. so like, like it starts <clears throat> messing think with I've, them. I still feel like I've heard that before. You probably have. I mean, there's, but, it's, it's... it's it's a novel concept, but it also may not be that novel. But then again, it's it's like be careful what you download. And I'm like, yeah, c- yeah wait, you could can you get porn? What what if it was like like is this like the only way to destroy the uh, the 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 evil app of Bedeviled is a vast or something like that? A virus, <laughs> an antivirus thing yeah, or something like that. A virus uh, to beat the virus. Uh, but this one is starring Michelle Krasenik. Sure. Krushik. Krushik. Sure. Why not? Well, she's in a lot of things. Uh, She was in Dumb and Dumberer. The second one. The second one. She was in Sweet Home Alabama. She's in Cursed, uh, that movie with uh, Christina Ricci. Oh, I know what Cursed is. Yeah, she's the uh, the nosebleed girl. Remember in the the office when the girl, like, starts bleeding out of her nose and it was like traumatizing because yeah. there was like so much fucking blood coming out of her like, nose. she's like, oh sorry, I hope you're not too nervous about blood and Christina yeah. Ricci's like, I'm about to eat your face. Yeah, because it was like, it wasn't just like, oh no, I've got a little drip of blood out. It's like, no, oh god, I just got shot in the face. Somebody give that girl a tampon. Uh, <laughs> she was, uh, she had a recurring role in Fringe, which ah, is one of the shows that we okay, like. Yeah. Uh, she was in uh, Hawaii Five-0. Uh, she was in some movie called The Bone Box. Uh, but unfortunately that one was not what I thought it was about. Did you think it was a porn? No. Did you? No. Was it a porn? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> you sound a little more sure about no, that. No, it one. was it was something about a <laughs> uh, a grave robber getting so apparently he had a box uh, full of bones. Okay. So he got uh, he, he was having to deal with the evil spirits oh, of the angered 
I know. A, a couple of, I, I mean, I want to see Bedeviled. I mean, that looks like something kind of interesting. That in totally sounds like something right up your alley. Oh. I want to see The Bone Box. But she is starring along with Ken Kirby, who is in She's the Man as uh, one of the announcers. She's the man as that one with, uh, God, was it, was it Amanda Bynes? I, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think so. Where she pretends to be a boy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so not like the super old one, but the newer one. Uh, everything is free. She uh, Straight up, he was in that one. Uh, I know twice. I put that on there twice, uh, but <laughs> were really it wasn't a couple that. other shows. Um, well, it's because it's the easiest one to put on there. I was like, ah, that's old. Um, I'm like, that's one I know. But he was in a couple other shows. Uh, also, both of these guys have have some reoccurring uh, like roles on TV shows, which mm-hmm. was interesting. Hmm. Uh, we got also Madeline Grace. This is the young girl. This this movie kind of reminds me of what was that? It wasn't Session Eight. It was the the one that we watched around the same time where the girl is like it's the Foster girl. Case one three nine or yes, something like that. that the one with the the one with Renee Zellweger. Yes, that's yeah. right. The horror movie with that on there. Uh, so she is uh, in uh, she's in Don't Breathe, and she's in an episode of The Orville, which is what we should have had instead of uh, Star Trip uh, Track Picard or. You know, disco. Orville was really good. It's fun. It is really good. It is coming back, too. Oh, good. So good. Uh, we also got uh, J.R. Cassia. 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 Jesus. Holy Cassia. cow. Uh, he's uh, in Yellowstone and a couple other shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got Ellen Rowe, uh, who is in Final Destination 5. We got Mercedes Manning, who is in Hirokin, The Last Samurai. And uh, Hirokin. We, we got Richard uh, Steinmetz. Uh, he was in Jet Li's The One. Who was he? Uh, he was uh, one of the, the cop guys. Really? Yeah. Okay, all right. Well, yeah. let's see if I can recognize him, because I yeah. love that movie, too. Oh, yeah. No, so this is a this is a fairly well-rounded group. We've got people who have done horror before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got uh, this uh, Michelle girl who is uh, hilariously... She has had a lot of, lot of roles. Well, good for so her. So she's definitely doing a lot she's, of stuff. She's so got I'm, acting chops. Well, that's yeah, good. and that's kind of what is I'm I'm hoping for because she has had enough reoccurring roles that she probably has a good deal of of experience in the ability to do these things. Yeah. Ken Kirby, I don't know if he's going to be able to hold a, a horror movie. I just haven't seen a whole lot of horror out of him in the rest of the stuff. Yeah, that just seems he seems more like a comedy or or drama. Yeah, like like that indie drama kind of guy. Uh, he's a, he's a very like. Svelte guy, like mm. he's tiny, like I like we saw uh, the trailer for Straight Up, and he was like just just thin, rail thin. Poor That's guy. That's not what Svelte means, is it? Svelte, Svelte is, is like thin. thick. I thought that was like like fit. Zopted. All right, I'm gonna have to go it's buy fat. myself a thesaurus. So okay, well it's a German we, word. So. We are gonna pause it here. We're gonna go watch this movie. Hopefully, it'll be pretty awesome. You should go watch it too. And you can watch it on Shutter. It you know really. What else are you going to watch on Shudder other than Scare Package over and over and, uh, and the Cleansing Hour. Oh, yeah, that one's good. Now, there's a lot of stuff on Shudder. Let's... Yeah. Hopefully this is one of the good ones. So yeah. we'll be right back. We'll, 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 we'll be right back. I don't know why I said that twice. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's good because we will be right back. Mm-hmm. Now yes. y'all know. We'll Double be right it back. Double up. Yeah. All right. So we will be right back. Again. what it's like to have no control over your entire life. I do. I got an eight-year-old girl. School wants us to look into it. Are you here to take me away? I'm here to help. A scratch on my face. You can tell me. I 
gonna get it from a fall. Got to do something about this. I see things that people aren't supposed to see. How often do you see them? All the time. Is it true you can see ghosts? You have to go. You have these walls around you. No windows, no door. I'm so sorry. Don't pretend like you don't feel anything. There's no one else who can help us. I don't know if I can. What would you leave me to? I'm not afraid of you! Just give me back my daughter! We are indeed back. Uh, so, wow, this we're, we're was... Gonna, we're going to tell you straight off the bat. If this you, is a fucking heavy-ass movie, if man. If you have already had a bad day... Oh, Jesus. Or, or an emotional day, or um, if someone If is, you've had a day... It, 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 do not watch this movie. Don't. It is, it is a good movie. Um, however, it is very heavy. <laughs> As John said, very heavy. It's heavy. Um, who... So, it's it's... It's shot like Midsummer, I would say. And, you know, this is a... And I, I even told Manny, this is a, a trend that I'm okay with. Like a, a you know, a, a... Wider shots. Yeah, like the big, wide shots with, like, you know, just you get to see everything in there. I, I love them. I, I like being able to see a lot of stuff. It reminds me a lot of the 60s and 70s movies. Because they used to have, like, big panning shots and stuff like that. I think I like it because it actually makes you think that there's something that you're supposed to be looking for in the background. So it makes you pay attention more to the surroundings more than anything else. Yeah, I'll give you that, too. I, I mean, it's it's definitely... I do do that I, i'm shooting around all over the place looking mm-hmm. to see if there's something else that should be going on exactly or you know maybe see if you know especially in this one i was looking around to see if there was anybody else doing weird stuff in the background yeah even i picked up on some things and i was like oh wait no i'm just reading too much into <laughs> yeah, it because you hope but uh. so uh so we start off we're, we're actually going to try to make this one uh way shorter than the actual movie itself because the actual movie itself is about two and a half hours long well it's, it's two hours and three minutes but it felt like four hours it it it's it has a it, lot of fluff. It, it it's 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 and a it's, very plotting thing now, and it's, it's suffocating it's, fluff. It's it's terrible to say that because it um it is a good movie. Yeah, it's well put together, and it's you know even the fluff that's in there is very pretty and very well done. But you really have probably what two, three movies that are are in this kind of going on. I at the same would time? say. No, I mean, it all feels like the same movie, but it's just very long, very drawn out. Um, I could see this as a miniseries. I could see that as well, yeah. And that's probably what this was supposed to be, because like, I could see this like as like a kind of like a Midnight Mass or, or yeah. uh, Haunting of Hill House kind of vibe. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. Okay. Um, so we start off uh, with someone, uh, we're in someone's house, and we hear the scraping of a chair, and basically, long story short, somebody uh, tries to hang themselves. Um, as we get closer to this person who has attempted to hang themselves, um, they the rope snaps, so they they don't 
actually hang themselves. Uh, they, they fall to the ground they and they, the ground. they start breathing after a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So we're not we're not sure who this person is at first. Well, it, it at first. Yeah, I give you that. It doesn't it doesn't actually explain it. Um, and then it were actually set on a different scene where a couple is celebrating uh, Lucas's birthday. Um, we're not quite sure who Lucas is. And we assume that it is their son. The mom starts crying. Um, there is no Lucas there, by the way. It's uh, just the... Empty chair. And then they uh, they wish Lucas a good birthday, and they blow out the candle, and they eat the cake for some reason, and then they leave. Uh, the, the, dad the dad leaves. The dad leaves, who, the, uh, who we assume is the dad. Yeah, the, the mom does not, and that's... The mom is... Um, when do they finally give her a name? Like, it's it's a while in, right? Right after. No, okay. no, right after. Okay. Um, but that that would be uh you know Ken Kirby is is definitely the dad, uh, and he's sitting there and he does a really good job. You know I, I feel kind of weird because very manly. Yeah yeah we saw him in Straight Up and he was this teeny tiny guy, like super thin and and just just everything about him was just as compact as could be. Uh, and in this one he's like filled out. He's like a he's a like a not an action star but he's at least a he's a, a buff a, dude. He's a normal sized man. He's a he's, he's a, a dude. He's a buff dude. So um which I don't know if that's because of him like working out or if it's because he's playing opposite of Michelle Krujic? Krujic, whatever. Uh Michelle, Michelle. or uh, Claire. Claire. We're actually going to call her yes. Claire because that's, that's, that's her name in the thing yeah. uh, because she is a tiny tiny lady. Just just microsized. Yeah. So we actually um we're, so this is the point where we're actually introduced to these two main people who are the main people in in the main part of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, so we actually see uh, Claire in court. She is a caseworker. Um, she uh, is testifying basically against this woman who the judge says is going to get her children taken away. Claire um, actually tells the judge, hey, I don't, I don't know if that's the best idea. I don't think that would help her in completely not being able to see her kids um, and preventing her from visitation. I think that may make the whole situation worse. And he gets all... S- you know, snappy and about it. It's kind of being a jerk. Well, then she ends up going back to work. Her boss is a total douchebag this entire time. Her boss is just a douchebag. And he calls her into the office and he's like, hey, come on in here. Uh, don't question the judge again. And it was like, and then we have an awkward beat, like where it's just quiet. Like, don't ever question a judge again. And here's the case. No, here's, like, here's the new case. Like, and, and she just, she takes it and goes uh, away because okay. she's not fighting him on it. She's just like, Okay. I, I I'm sorry. Do we need to uh, talk with the HR rep at this point, or how's this working? I, you know, I assume, well, they're in California, so I assume that there's a uh, uh, you know a union meeting as well, or something like. I don't know. Uh, but uh, yeah, yeah, kind of a dick. Yeah. yeah. So then we uh, we actually flash back at this point. This is whenever we see. There's a lot of that going on. Wherever it's flash forward, flashbacks. Um, I typically, would, it's easy yeah. to 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 keep and it's easy to understand. Yeah. Um, Obviously, depending on the relationship that the uh, both Peter, who is Claire's um, husband, and Claire, that the relationship that they have now is so very different than the relationship that they had previous, you know, previously. Yeah, and and Ken Kirby is Peter, but so the interesting thing about that though is we are cu- for like an hour and a half. We're flipping uh, back and forth to different time periods. Yeah, because it's, it's uh, within you... this woman's life between the birth of her son Lucas. Yes. And um, the, you know, the, the, the inevitable, now, like, the now yeah, time now. Period. Um, the weird part is, though, uh, we see that she starts having problems kind of almost immediately uh, with, with different things that keep popping up. With ghosts. 
specifically. Yeah, with, with ghosts it's, it's, uh, it's, on there. It's obvious. And, it, and it, you know, it's very quick. Um, I will say that about the movie is that it definitely um, sucks you in right from the get-go. It's it's a little bit um, stir of echoesy with the... the or, or maybe Sixth Sense with Sixth the... Sense. Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I would say Sixth Sense. Because the, um, the ghosts in this are very active and talky. They're very talky and they are very um They're already depressed. hurt too, yeah. Yes. Um, and that's another thing too is that you... You do notice that the ghosts are hurting Claire, who can actually see these ghosts. I did wonder about that in the first place, because you see at one point where she's taking pills, and then she closes the door, and she's got scrapes on her back. And you go, what happened? You know, like, is this... Because my original assumption was this was right after the the car accident, because I assumed that she was in a car accident, but she's not. (laughs) Uh, And it was like, oh, well, what's what's happening here? So it, you know, then it it becomes very uh, understandable because we see... A man at her kitchen yeah. table, um, and, and he's holding his neck. Obviously, he's wounded, but he's holding his neck, and he's like, "I thought I'd wait for you." I, you know, that was the one. Another one was like, I was sitting there going, "Like, is that because you know her? Is this the husband?" Because we don't really get, uh, you know, the the vibe that uh, uh, Ken Kirby is uh, uh, Claire's husband at the very very beginning. Yeah, because because kind of, they're more friendly than anything else. It's, or, it's not. It's a very tense, you know, yes, kind of yes. Like, it's awkward. Yeah, awkward. While they're sitting there and and kind of because they're not wearing like matching wedding rings, they don't like sit there and and like look at the wedding rings or something like that on their hands or, or anything like, like hold that. Hands or cry or anything like show show. Um, emotion they don't show emotion towards each other it's just Claire's very cold um it, and, it's interesting so, and at this point Ken is too but like it's you know we get a lot more more heat from him later on yeah so there's there's a lot of stuff like that going on so um so we see this this man sitting at Claire's table she's obviously disturbed um she does a really good she you know the acting in this movie is very damn good yeah, top like notch. Um, from, from from everybody, everybody. yeah, yeah. It, it, Sophie, who's who's the young girl who we're introduced to later, even Claire. some of the big guys like uh, the um, you know. The, oh my god, the 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 woman officer. Yeah, like, that was weird. Oh, and then that the, like made my heart hurt. Even the dad had like uh, some some good stuff going on. He even was though, a little I mean, odd. Well, he's supposed to be like. You know, this this guy who's very tense, but, you know, now that you kind of see it later on, that he's very worried about what's going on. But yeah. you're like, eh. Um, anywho, anywho. So, um, Claire is obviously shocked by this man sitting at her table. Uh, it then shows that his throat is cut. Um, Sophie, or I'm sorry, Claire actually runs away um, into this very small closet. Very, it, it's, an, uh, she keeps calling it a closet. It's not a closet. It looks like an attic. So it's. Like an un, unmade, or, or un, not unfurnished. What's the word I'm unfinished. looking for? Unfinished. There you go. Unfinished so You know what it reminded me of? Uh, remember when we were watching those short horror movies and, or, or like, you know, like the, the guy was like um, catching stuff or, or like. He, he was like, you know, I'm haunted. This is the the proof of it. And that door opens in the side, and he had no idea that there was that closet door. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it yeah. turned out to be that unfinished space that was full yeah, of like, that's crap. Exact, yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. So it was, like. it was very much like a. Uh, but she runs in there, and she's like, it, no. and there's like her bed is in there. Like it's it's odd because she's obviously sleeping in there, which is odd. Is it just her like blankets and stuff, or is it? it no, her mattress. Was her mattress is there in too. there? Okay, yeah, her good. Because I was too. like. That's got to be terrible to lay on. Yeah. No, no. So her mattress is there, too. So she, she goes in there and she hides. Um, and 
then that's it. That's the end of the scene for that one. And then it, it opens the next day wherever she goes to this new case's house where she meets this new case. The dad seems very businessy, but he's kind of a douchebag. I mean, really? she's, she's CPS. Yeah, yeah I, I'm not, I, wasn't, I wasn't feeling the douchebag. Well, well, I was feeling the douchebag. I, I was feeling the, the, you know, like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. But um, he, uh, yeah, so we got the dad and he's he's cooking and then the so oh no no so the dad is talking on the, he's phone. Talking the, on the phone the, the, mom, the mom is, is cooking, cooking or something like that she's chopping something she, yeah she's, she's odd you she's know, odd from the get go and and the thing now that I realized was she's staring at her wedding ring my big fear was immediately that her hand or something was going to go into the uh, that's what I thought because she's sitting over by the sink I was afraid it was going to go into the garbage disposal but I think now it was her staring at her wedding ring in disgust or yeah, whatever whatever she was uh, but there. yeah, that's when uh, Claire walks into the house and takes her shoes off. So she takes her shoes off. Which and, is odd. And another odd thing that she does is the family decides to sit down and have dinner. So it's Sophie, who's the young girl, the mom and the dad. And they are all sitting at the table eating. In the living room. which No, no. In, no, a, no. in a dining room. In a separate dining room. And then for some reason... Uh, Claire is sitting in the living room, uh, yelling in, at them. In questions. like a yeah, like at least twenty feet away. <laughs> it was it was very odd. It was such it was, an odd was, little situation. It was uncomfortable. That's what it was. It's I guess they wanted to show isolation or or something on there. It was very kind of weird. Because notice that at the very beginning she does that, and then slowly she becomes more and more um, friendly with the mom, and so she's telling her more stuff about mm. herself and all this other stuff. So. The other um, interesting thing was that this was the one time that the dad was sitting at the head of the table. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Yeah, because uh, every other time that we see that, we see um, the mom sitting at the head of the table. Oh, time. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Um, so this is actually the point wherever Claire plays two lies and one truth with Sophie to try to figure out where these scratches have been coming from on her cheek. Um, and they're not like cute little scratches or like you know those fakey little scratches this is it looks like they actually harmed this child to get this look on there yeah, this, this makeup was well done it was well done on there like you know either that or the kid was just like yeah i was actually skateboarding and then i smashed my face up and then they gave me the uh uh the, the roll and then like they immediately put me in there so i was like okay. yeah so um so Sophie actually tell, starts to tell Claire where, where these scratches came from. Uh, and then the glass moves right next to her. Um, she's immediately, uh, Claire immediately sees a vision of a girl um, who's on a, a loom, like a spinning wheel. Yeah, like spinning loom. wheel. Yeah. Um, so she, she walks up the stairs and then she sees this girl uh, and then she stares down at the table and she has these giant, puddles puddles of blood around her hands and yeah. it just keeps getting bigger and bigger um it was a great great scene very artistic i mean it was th this movie is artistic as hell but like again that whole scene was probably about five minutes out of a two-hour movie and you're just sitting there going like yeah okay i get it but then they kept going and then claire flips her arms over and then we get to see the the cut uh, like the, the, the big her slice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then she's looking at it and then finally I think that she snaps out of it because Sophie, the, uh, the, the 10 year old child has to yell at her. It's like, are you okay? And she's like, oh, uh, yes. It's at this time that they immediately go into Claire telling the parents, hey, there's supernatural shit happening here, right? And they're like, yeah, and chairs keep moving and all this stuff keeps happening. And I mean, immediately into it. Like it's, it's not so much of a, Oh, yeah, right, sure, this is actually what's happening. Claire knows 
that this stuff is happening to this family. And it's also that the, the family is like fully like, oh, thank God, somebody else is paying attention to it so that you know we can tell you about it without having to be freaked out the whole time. Yeah. So Claire actually declines the case. She goes into her boss's office. She's like, I can't do this case. And she just walks out. Um, but she ends up getting a call from Peter at this point um, who asks Claire out and she declines. Um, we're getting we're getting the frigid uh, kind of like relationship kind of thing. She she very much is every time that that uh, Peter calls, it's very kind of like um, like a kicked dog, you know, kind of coming. There's like, I mean, you he's, okay he's, now? He's obviously hurt. You okay? Like, and he I, cares. I miss you. And he cares about her. And then she's just like, I can't. I just no. Yeah, it's that that like if you you know you can tell that. Claire is definitely, she's got depression, she's got, um, you know, a lot of different other, you know, self-harm as well, because we realize now that she was the lady who tried to kill, hang herself. Uh, but, um, you know, she's got a lot of terrible crap going on, and then she constantly is sitting at at her table alone, which was interesting. Like, yeah. throughout the movie, she's sitting by her table alone. So, um, we actually get a flashback here where um, we see... Claire uh, sitting in her living room with Lucas and a giant bear is right next to Lucas. And, you know, they're just talking to each other. Lucas is trying to sound out a word. Um, He's like, why does daddy have to work so late? And she's like, oh, he just, you know, he just does. That's just, you know, that's just his job. So they're talking to each other and you see things like the bear moving. Um, But Claire doesn't see it. Lucas is just like, that's weird. Um, You see the curtains move in the background. Uh, Claire and Lucas are supposed to go somewhere. So Claire goes off to get her keys. She comes back and then she stands there looking into the room and is frozen in fear. It's a fairly ugly old lady is staring back at her now. And she screams like... The old lady screams. Ugly screams. Uh, Claire, you know, obviously for good reason, freaks out, leaves Lucas in that room. Well, so the thing is, is... Every one of these these creatures keeps showing up, these these ghosts and stuff, uh, and it seems to be the only person that sees it is uh, is Claire, and the only person who has anything to be afraid of is also Claire. Uh, so I you know I didn't blame her for like ditching him, but she doesn't say anything. Every time one of these things pops up, there's no screaming or anything like that from Claire. It's just stare at it. Oh my god, you know the terror, and then she runs into another room like uh, she ran in and. Uh, Grabs a hold of like water. She she pulls water from the tap. Grabs a hold of. I guess she's got the crazy pills in every room uh, because they were up on top of a. They're like up on top thing. of a yeah. cabinet or something. Yeah. And, uh, and then she uh, she you know chuggalugs those down along with Lucas coming and saying, "Mom, like, are you are you okay? The hell? Are we gonna go get tacos, Mom? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Can we go get tacos? I'm like." Okay, I guess they're in California. And then it's and then it's back to the present time, yes. wherever uh, we see Claire, obviously having a tough time. She's laying on the floor. She's drinking wine. Spills the wine. Wine comes spilling out. She then goes on a cleaning spree. Um, and while she's throwing away the trash, she's outside, and she's you see somebody in the background, and you're not sure if they're alive or dead at this point. And she, he's obviously a homeless person. He's like, hey, I just wanted to come by and see if you have any food because I'm, I'm starving. I'm starving. And she had a like, very, very high pitched voice. He did. It was, it was, it was, it was, un- it was uncomfortable. Yeah. And, uh, and so she, she freaks out, runs back inside, slams all the doors behind her. Um, and then you see her get attacked by something. You don't see well, he, anything. He, it's the guy. He grabs her. Well, you, but you yeah. do see, you yeah. hear him, but it, you don't see him. It, yeah, I do. Oh, you saw him? Yeah. He's wearing, the, he's wearing that black hoodie. 
Oh, I didn't. That even he was see worried. Him. That's why he was hard to see beforehand. He, he reaches in, grabs a hold of her, and pulls her into the the uh, probably the the living room or something like that, uh, and screams like, "I just wanted to have some, something to eat, bitch," or something like that. It, it went full on Freddy Krueger. It was weird. But uh, this house has got a kind of an odd little setup because she slams about four doors before she gets to. I guess she got to the front of the house. Or something like that before she gets yanked into the, I guess, a front dining room, something like that. She got, she got yanked into a room and then gets attacked. And that's when we see, mm-hmm. was that the arm one or that? No, this was the, the she had. The chest one. The, like the shoulder and stuff where she yeah. had to like wear like. She, a turtleneck or something like that. She, she like covers up her, uh, her issues with like the clothing and hair. Uh, I was like, oh, look, her hair's down today. Ah, that's why. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so Claire goes into work. It's the next day. Claire goes into work and she gets a call from the uh, Sophie school. So she goes into her, her boss's office and was like, hey, I need that case file again. And he's like, oh, did you change your mind? He's, and- he's such a dick. But the reason why <laughs> that happened was because the boss didn't actually assign the case to anybody else yet. That yeah. was the problem. Yeah. That's the reason why she, she got a, I need that case. It's like. It's like, oh, did you change your mind? I'd be like, no, somebody's lazy ass didn't take me off of it, so I might as well take care of the job. <laughs> so <clears throat> so Sophie's hurt again. Uh, that's why she gets a call from the school. Um, Claire tells Sophie, um, it tells so- Sophie and the mom about her seeing ghosts and stuff like that and being hurt by them. Um, Is that what she said? Yeah, she tells her. She's like, yeah, you know, I see ghosts. And- oh, okay. Yeah, I see ghosts, and they hurt me sometimes. Um, So Peter visits Claire, and they agree to have dinner. You see that uh, Peter's hand is hurt. He says that he dropped a toolbox on it. Um, He says, hey, you know, he he brings up a time from the past whenever he he went back uh, on their first date to tip the waitress more money because their tab was $13. He felt that it was bad luck. So he went all the way back across town to give her more money. This is, it makes no sense in the story whatsoever until later on. And you're like, that still doesn't really make any sense. So the reason why this got brought up is, so he only had $13 the first day that they went out. So he ran back to tip the waitress because he he thought that she was the one. He thought that Claire was the one. Uh, so he wanted to. Um, he didn't want to start. He didn't want to start the relationship, relationship on with bad with luck. Bad luck, yeah. Uh, and then later on, he's like, uh, "Do you ever?" Uh, Claire goes, "Do you ever regret that uh, you went back to uh, to pay off that waitress?" And he's, he's like, "Why?" She goes, "Because we're full of bad luck." And then like, Peter's like, "Ah!" <laughs> and then shit just went downhill from there. Yeah. So um, <laughs> so it's, it's, it's at this point that we actually um. Is this the stereopticon part? So Sophie, Sophie gets attacked again. Okay. Yes. So okay. Sophie gets attacked again. This is a very weird part because the the child is looking at a stereopticon from like, you know, the 1920s. It's a piece of wood with a couple of pieces of metal and a couple of viewing things through it. And she's pulling off cards. And we're looking through the cards, like we're looking through the, the lenses. So we're seeing the, the duplex, but we're not getting the 3D image going on. Uh, and because she's staring through... The weirdness after she pulls out the last card because it's it, I'm I'm serious. This thing is from like the 1920s. So you yank out a card, there's nothing behind it. It's it's not a big piece of like it's not like a, a you know a, what are those <laughs> Fisher Price? Uh, oh, like the clicky things. Yeah, the 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 viewmasters. Viewmaster. View yeah, it's, it's not a viewmaster, so you like can't that. you know like you you can't look through it. It is just a piece of wood with a couple of you know slabs of glass on it. So she's staring through it. She pulls off that last card. She's staring through it still for some reason. And that's when we... The door opens. Yeah, the door opens up and it's like, 
ha ha, there's a blurry thing. And she, she's like, oh no, she gets yanked into the, uh, the closet. We see the, the, the door slam, the, the big like armor, like get pushed in front of it so that nothing can get her, there. Yeah. All of her toys go flying off the shelves. It's, it's, you we know. got a bit with the mom where she's holding a, a screwdriver. He's like, screw you. Yeah, you won't, you leave us alone. And she's like, give me my daughter back. Yeah, and it's it's a fairly <laughs> tough time, and of course this is like what less than an hour in at this point. Gosh, we have a lot more to God, go. God, it was so far. So, you know, let's, let's see if we can't speed through this yeah, a little bit because this, this is a very like I said, this is a long movie. It's there's very poignant bits with with her and Peter. Uh, we see that this is a broken you know relationship, uh, and because Lucas died, and the whole the whole thing about Lucas dying is that. We, we find out later that, since we're trying to speed past it, uh, Lucas died because even though Claire blames herself, we're made to assume that she got into a car accident and he died that way or something along those lines. It's not. She ends up taking too many of those of her pills because she sees ghosts. Um, she took too many of the pills. She did not pick up her son from school. And, and he, he walked home. walked home, got in a hit and run, and then... I think that somebody moved his body to that empty field because or something, yeah, because he's way in the middle of this empty field. Yes, and they're like he's in the side of the road, and I'm like he's not on the side of the road because we later on see him because deep through, in this field, deep in that field, and it's a it's this very pretty. You know what it reminded me of was um, seven. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was that kind of thing. It was that big field with like nothing but like you know, 30, 40 power line, you know, like directions of power lines. Yeah. It was ridiculous. There was a bunch and there's like a bunch of different kinds. And too. she, and she goes by there um, towards the beginning of the movie and you don't understand why. And then later on you understand why. And it's because she, she can either see Lucas out there and she never went out there to talk to him because she just couldn't because she was scared or Lucas didn't actually show himself until later on in the movie. Or she just, she was like, I could go see him, but I don't want to because I'm too scared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the entire time we're watching Sophie and her mom and her dad, her mom is obviously the, 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 Sophie's the, the child who's, you know, has the CPS case open. Um, <clears throat> her mom is obviously there's something freaking wrong. Well, so, uh, there is a part when, uh, Sophie is, is talking to Claire and she goes, I wish my parents could get together or like could love each other or something like that. Could and be happy. Could be happy together. <clears throat> and she goes, why aren't your parents happy together? Because daddy slept with another woman when mommy was, 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 having, was having me. me. Uh, and we're like, oh, because we also had a moment before that where Claire was like explaining like, I gave birth to her on the first day of snow that we've had in 30 years. And I just, I love the fact that I was bringing a, a miracle that, child. That wasn't Claire. Uh, that wasn't Claire. That was uh, that was the mom. Sophie's mom. Yeah, she was talking to Claire. Though. <laughs> yes, she was talking. So to that her. was uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, but uh, yeah. So then this is the the part they're with eating the, dinner. Yeah. So they're eating yeah. dinner. There, we saw previously the way that they were all sitting was mom on the left hand or no mom on the right hand, dad in the <laughs> at the the head of the table, and then daughter uh, on the uh, the the left hand of the the you know kind the opposite of, side of the mom. Yeah. Uh, but then this time they're sitting in a, the opposite because it's like a six person table. They're sitting on the completely opposite side. Mom is sitting at the head of the table. Uh, Dad is trying to have a conversation with somebody. And originally I thought it was because um, like, oh, no, Daddy's been drinking again. But no, it's just Dad like is trying to create a conversation during dinner. Uh, and mom is not having it because she hates him and she hates everything to do with anything else. Uh, and that's when Claire's like, uh, not Claire, uh, Sophie. 
the daughter, is sitting there going, can I just go upstairs to my room? And dad's like, not, yeah. Not until you finish your food. You gotta eat your food. And so immediately Sophie starts tapping her friggin' fork on the, you know, I, I this is my, I, I feel terrible about it because that I understand anybody getting pissed off. But she starts tapping her fork on like the, the crockery and on the table and it's making this loud dinging sound to the point where it's drowning out the conversation from anybody else even though mom and dad are having an argument at this point and that's when uh the uh the mom freaks out and grabs a hold of the the daughter's hand and is like you cut that out and that's when her hand starts making the creaky bone sound and gets peeled off and it's it's like being held up in the air and then the the knife that's been sitting next to mommy's plate just starts spinning around and around like a a top in reverse Mm -hmm. and then until it finally comes up to uh the blade is pointing up yeah pointing straight up and then mom brings her hand down wham on it and i was like nice (laughs) so that so that happens and you know immediately at that point we knew oh yeah like, we knew what was actually happening in the movie, but we're not going to ruin it yet. So, um, the mom actually is uh, hurt, obviously. The she, dad says that he's going to take her to the hospital. He's She <clears throat> starts asking him all these goober questions, like, how did you sleep with her in our bed? Did you sleep with her in our bed? How many times did you sleep with her in our bed? I'm like... He's just like, look, I just want to get you to freaking hospital, okay? I, I thought we were over this. I don't think that... The, and he, like, chucks his keys on the table and walks away, and I'm just sitting there going, like... Woman had a knife through her hand, like, all the way. Um, that's not something that you just go, well, no, she'll get better. <laughs> well, he tried to take her into the doctor. She's hey, being stupid. That's when you call 911 and just be like, no, no, no. Crazy lady is in my house and, would, you know, stabbed herself. And then, yeah, Hell, that would have ended the entire, you know, thing at that point. CPS would have been like, well, you were already under investigation and you stabbed yourself. So, mm, time to time to get rid of that. Yeah. You're going down. I think you're done. Uh, so, uh, yeah. the, the mom calls Claire. Um, and it's like, you need to help me get rid of this ghost. It's 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 getting worse. Blah, it's blah, getting blah. more violent. So, uh, as Claire is leaving her, her office, um, she actually gets, uh, there's a cop that's at her window and asks for her license or registration if she has a permit to be there. Blah, blah, blah. And um, she's like, yeah, sure. The, the, the permit is in my back it's mirror. On my, it's in my like, back you can, window. You can see like, it. The hell? <clears throat> and so she's like, license and registration. So she, she reaches over, starts to get her license and registration. She looks at the cop, and the cop is bleeding. And we can't see the top of the cop's head yet. They shot this very well. Mm. So, But you can see the blood slowly running down her nose. She goes, the cop is like, what day what, is it? What is today? What's, what's today's date? What's today's date? Oh, God. Oh God! What am I doing here? I'm supposed to be at my daughter's recital. And then you and you yeah. look up, and she has a huge bullet hole in her head. Huge bullet hole. And then she pokes her like the the cop pokes herself in the head, and she's just like, "Oh my God, what day is today?" And then she disappears. And like Claire's like sitting there freaking the hell out, but unfortunately her keys are jingle jangling inside of the uh, the the uh, her car. Her, yeah, the steering wheel column. And she looks over and the cop is sitting in her chair, sitting shotgun and going, what day is today? And then Claire's like, (gasps) why do you make it sound stupid? It was genuinely terrifying. It was genuinely terrifying. I enjoyed the hell out of it because then Claire's just sitting there like afterwards, like Jesus Christ. (laughs) It's just, it's awful. And it's so, it's, oh, it made my heart hurt. So even though John loved it, it made my heart hurt. No, it was great because it was this, you know, very much the, you get that moment from like the they don't know they're dead from uh seventh or sixth uh, sense 
So you get that whole vibe from like the, hey, come over and check out my dad's gun kind of vibe. But you also get the panicked like from, God, maybe Ghost did it. It was like that thing where it was just sitting there going, going like, he's like, oh God. He's like, I actually got shot. What the fuck? You know, that kind of deal. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, so we get another flashback to Claire and Peter's relationship falling apart. We get another flashback, which is back to now, um, wherever we see Sophie's dad, who is trying desperately to tell his crazy wife, hey, you know, we really should, like, just hang out tomorrow. Like, let's take the day off. She's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm fine. <laughs> you know, as she's coming back from the hospital with her, her bandage on. And uh, so we see uh, dinner that uh, Peter and Claire are having dinner. After all, it's a very, very awkward conversation. Um, Claire asks Peter if she he thinks that they're unlucky. This escalates into an argument that they have because Peter desperately wants to talk about the fact that their son is gone and Claire just does not want to. And eventually he tells her she's a coward. And Claire agrees. Claire's uh, like, you know what? I am yes, a coward. I am a coward. All those things, if I had, you know, I should have, would have, could have uh, about my kid. But I didn't, and therefore, uh, and she, we are the and suck. She, yeah, and she, and she blames herself. And and so at this point, we think Claire did something wrong. Yeah, so, you, you, like, you spend most of the movie, like, just like, okay, well, the kid died. How did he die? And then it's like, I was, you know, my assumption originally was that she... Fell asleep at the wheel or something. Or something. Yeah. But, no, none of this had to do with anything else going on there. And it's, it's a terrible tragedy. But it is very... I mean, it's very realistic, but by <coughs> God, this was like an hour and a half into a two-hour movie, and I were just crying. We're like, please, get back to the friggin' ghosts. I, I feel so terrible about these people. They're lovely people. I'm sure that they need to deal with crisis management or something, but my God, just show me a ghost throw something through somebody's fingers or something. I don't care. So, at this point, Peter leaves. Uh, Claire actually ends up going to Sophie's house um, <clears throat> to see if she can make uh, contact with the ghost. She does make contact with the ghost. The ghost actually ends up stabbing her in the head with a sewing needle, which was actually not Claire, but her, I guess, husband. And so we, um, it's, a, it's a very interesting like thing because we we see the flashback, but we see and it's it's shot in a way <clears throat> that the assumption is is that this woman, this ghost woman, uh, kills her husband, has killed her son. And then slit her own wrists. Yes. And then stabs Claire in the head with the knitting needle. And I'm just like, well, that sucks. So so Claire ends up uh, being found by uh, Sophia's, or Sophie's uh, mom and dad. They call an ambulance. She wakes up in the hospital. Peter is there with her. And um, he's like, look, if you need anything, I'm here. Like, do you need anything? She's like, no, no, I'm good. So he leaves. Now piss off. Uh, Claire actually meets Ada, who is uh, by far the nicest person in this entire movie that... Claire has run into. So basically, the it's a really old grandma type lady, and she goes like, you know, it's you, you gotta let other people carry that load. For Shit you. happens. Yeah. Like you, you just gotta you gotta be strong. You gotta not blame yourself. It's it's obviously, obviously a plot point. Like yes. this is this is where Claire realizes that shit goes bad, but you've you've got to move on. You can't keep blaming yourself, yep. which is huge for her. Yeah. <clears throat> she then gets up with the IV tree and then she walks to the bathroom in which the is hallway. A, a unisex bathroom apparently like four doors away from her actual apparently this room does area, not have a bathroom which again odd unless she had a poop in which case maybe she didn't want 
Ate it to hear it. Uh, maybe that was what it was. But maybe. no, there wasn't a bathroom in that room. Uh, but she did. Uh, I guess she was ambulatory because they just had that going on. But yeah, no, she goes to a weird unisex bathroom. She tries to run around the hallway like six or seven times. This is when we see the uh, the guy clenching his butt really, really hard. <laughs> this man was short, stocky, and was clenching like nobody's As business. He's just like, no, nah, look, at, check these glutes out, ladies. You he know, was squatting. Just like, oh, we got this. He, uh, like, you could see this because he was in a hospital gown with an open back. Yeah. And it's like, look at that man's butt. And everyone's going like, I don't want to, I don't want that. That's... So, so she's running around. Um, she doesn't see him, luckily. Yeah. But then, of course, there's a lot of jump scares in this movie. They are a big fan of jump scares. And the creepy violin music. And this is when, so she's been running around with this IV tree this entire time. And she's like bringing it around. And we hear the, the clankety clacking of, of the wheels and everything like that. And this is when uh, I we assume it's the same ghost that was squatting and trying to try and tighten his butt. <laughs> but he, he's like this older guy and he's l- like looking at her. He opens up his mouth and just blood starts dripping out. And it's like, oh, wow. She freaks out, runs away. And she, she runs away without the IV tree. The IV tree is no longer there which, and she no longer has the IV in her arm. Yeah, which by the that's what I was going to say. Like, by the way, it's attached to her yeah. in an IV. So it would have ripped out, or so, yeah, I mean, like, or or just like stay in there, and, they and also she's like dragging beat. it. And they also beat. Well, I mean, even if it's just a uh, like, maybe it's just a sailing bag that they have on even there. Then I'm like, it beeps, I don't know where the hell you out. got that. Maybe it was the 1960s or something like that. But you know, they they it just magically disappears, and nobody asks <clears> about it. But this is when she runs back into it's the morgue. Oh, yeah, that's right. The morgue part first. Oh, God. So the morgue part, uh, she's there. She sees, uh, she hears crying, uh, turns around, sees a lady with blood all on the bottom of her hospital gown. Yeah, under the belly button under area. The, yeah, and uh, you you hear a crying of a baby. Um, the mother says, do you hear that? That's my baby. My baby wants me. Do you hear that? And obviously this is a mother and child that died during birth. Which apparently they have a, um, a tiny morgue. This is like the, the morgue annex. It had like six freezers. Yeah. Just, just in case, or maybe four. God, it was was tiny. tiny. It's like, we have just like a really quick autopsy room right here just to figure out what was going on. But then we take them down to the big morgue later. So she, so she runs back into the room after all this, uh, and she sees Ada, who's standing in the corner. And Ada goes like, I'm standing up. I haven't been able to stand up in a long time. And like, oh, good Lord. Oh, how hell. Long have I, how long have I been here? My son was supposed to pick me up. And so, of course, because of the fact that she was so close to Ada before Ada died, she says, you don't have to be here. You can go. You have a choice. And she does something that she has not done to any of the other ghosts. Is just talk to them and try to help them out. Which is just talk to them. And so Ada's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And so she she disappears. That's it. She's gone. And that's when Claire <clears throat> just, you know, just She cry, fucking cry, cry. gets it. She fucking gets it now. So Claire's boss calls. And uh, after she finally gets home from being in the fucking hospital and tells her that um, hey, she needs to really, close this file. We need you to really work on the, the, the Pendergast report because if you don't get that stuff, uh, you know, done, you know, it needs to happen now. I mean, we've been waiting a while. <coughs> Sophie's mom goes for a stroll. She wakes up. Her feet are bloody. She's in the middle of nowhere. It was a very uh, odd little cut. An odd neighborhood. It, it didn't need to be there. Uh, that whole scene didn't need to be there. But... And then Claire tells... Or Sophie's mom tells Claire this. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I woke up randomly. Like, I was making dinner. I could have just kept walking. And, and then walking. I was outside, walking barefoot. So anyways, yeah, uh, me and my husband met in high school. It was the oddest conversation. And the fact that this did not strike Claire, being a CPS worker, as odd, is just stupid. Yeah. So that happens. Um, 
Claire actually actually ends up telling the mom all about what happened. So she she took the pills. Uh, Lucas w walked home. He got hit. They didn't find him until three days later and he was in an empty field. And then Claire tells her, you're going to lose your daughter. Like she tells her flat out, you are going to lose your daughter. And it was like, and then, <clears throat> you know, next scene. I was like, that was really cool if it was like the very end of a miniseries. You yeah. know, like, or, you know, an episode six to going on to seven kind of situation but it wasn't so claire goes home falls asleep in the in her closet and then this is whenever you hear boom, 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 like someone is running into her closet her closet door is wide open here comes the lady who it lives in sophie's house or not the lady the uh, ghost who lives in sophie's house and she's crying and you know is like help her like she can you can tell there's something you gotta, wrong you gotta come you gotta come this way yeah so, so this there, is there's, when, there's something wrong yeah this is when claire Runs downstairs, gets to the door, uh, or like somebody was knocking on the door or something like that. But so she gets there, she opens up the door. Or is this that point? Oh, uh, that's not yet. Oh, God. That's right. <laughs> so the, this, the mom, uh, this is whenever Claire actually talks to Sophie. The mom comes in and is like, they're taking Sophie away. Like she didn't fucking know that before. So stupid. Um, Claire actually goes back to the office and she's like, you can't do this. And the boss is like, look, I had to file it. Blah, blah, blah. By the way, you're fired. Yeah. So she's fired. She Don't has you understand? A, the, 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 the city is up my ass about this. You've broken so many regulations. So she has a breakdown in her car. Rightfully so. She just lost her job. Um, so Claire drives to wherever they found Lucas's body. She actually gets out of the car and goes to see Lucas. And she tells Lucas and, you know, and, and Lucas is talking to her. The, whole, the entire time he doesn't actually turn to face her. Like the entire time whenever he she's talking to him, she's talking to the back of him. You can see his... A piece of his face from you know from a lot of our, blood, our point of, of view, a lot of dirt, a lot of gravel, everything all over the place. Hair matted down from the blood. It was it's it was a decently well done yes. bit because it's it's very gruesome, but it's also not showing you a dead child. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so uh, Claire actually tells Lucas, you know, we we need to maybe we need to not be scared anymore. And so she starts singing this this song that they would sing together, which and, was "My Bonnie Lies Over the Ocean." And so um, at this point, Lucas passes on. Um. Claire actually <clears throat> goes home. That's like a total turnaround for Claire. Yeah. Claire goes home, throws all of her pills in the sink, moves her bed out of the closet and back onto the bed. Uh, calls Peter. Is like, I'm going to tell you everything. And he starts crying because he's like, oh, my God, this is it. That's like, right. we, we've had a breakthrough. <clears throat> Claire actually. <laughs> uh, so Claire turns the photo over that she had on her fridge. And it's all of them. So we keep seeing this this photo that says 1028 on it you and know, it's her like family a whole bunch of times and then she turns it over with the magnet and it turns out to be her <laughs> and her husband and her and, son and, and everybody's happy and yeah. i'm just like oh that's that's terrible so this is whenever there's a knock on the yes. door knock on the door she goes to it she doesn't like see anybody out there she turns around to look inside of the house that's when uh the oh, oh we see from the behind us uh, that's when the uh, the house ghost, uh, Sophie's house ghost, starts running at her. Then she turns to see it. She doesn't see it. And that's when the house ghost starts kind of crawling. Like, the hands start coming around and going up over the girl's eyes. And I was just like, Coming okay. up over Claire's eyes and, and covering just, them. And Claire's just like, <clears throat> <clears throat> And Claire is freaking out the entire time. But this is also wherever Claire actually sees what actually happened. Which, which... was, the dad killed the son. And then the ghost 
actually killed the dad because he killed the boy. Yeah. And then she slit her own wrist because she was so upset about everything. And then we see uh, when the Stereopticon saw, like, the, the part where Sarah, Sophie's looking through the Stereopticon and she, uh, she's, or the Stereograph, I don't know, one of those. Whatever it is. Uh, she's looking through it. Uh, it was actually mom coming in to just slap the shit out of Sophie. Uh, and that's when the ghost, being protective of children, uh, puts Sophie inside of a closet and then beats hell out of the mom. Uh, this is when Claire goes, Oh crap! I I need to oh oh god! And then she gets into her car and she hauls ass over to uh, Sophie's house. This She's, part pisses me the hell yeah, off. Yeah, this is when Sophie um is uh so, Sophie's mom has the dad at gunpoint. Claire comes in and is yeah. like, "Oh my gosh, what's going on?" And so now she has everybody at gunpoint, including Sophie, the dad, and Claire. So, so uh, the way it is is, dad is to the north, uh, Sophie is to the west. Claire walks in through the door to the east. Is mostly behind her. Yeah, you cannot see Claire in this whole fucking scene. Yeah, which means that at any point in time, Claire could have grabbed anything and smacked the hell out of the mom. But we don't had the gun in see her anything on that. But we do get the explanation for what's going on. The ghost kept preventing me from hurting the child because the child is the only thing that you love. And I hate you because when you cheated on me, uh, that meant that I no longer have a life. <clears throat> and therefore, I need you to suffer because you don't love me. So the I'm going to kill Sophie because yeah. she's the one thing that you love. Don't you understand how hard it is to make a, a mother hurt her own child? How dare you? I'm going to kill... Sophie. Now you know how I feel. Come here, Sophie. It'll be quick. Don't worry. And then I'll have such a much better (laughs) life, baby. So the mom shoots the dad on accident whenever Claire decides to not hit the mom over the head with anything to try to prevent this. She just moves his hand, which doesn't shoot Sophie, but it shoots the dad right in the face. So he's dead. There's literally a 45 degree arc where Claire was was at. Like she she comes up to the, the person and anywhere else there's 45 degrees where you're not supposed to shoot there's anything between that area between 90 degrees in front of this woman and 180 degrees on the side don't shoot that way but she immediately moves the gun into that area and then starts swinging around like trying to fight the mom with it and then claire tries and then the mom tries to shoot claire because she's like he was supposed to suffer so she shoots up at the thing loses all the bullets claire throws her ass down the stairs she's obviously not dead yeah but that's neither here nor there. This is uh, when they uh, call they yeah. call nine one one. Nine one one, who is obviously Peter, who is Claire's husband, gets the call, goes to the house, or is on their way to the house. Um, they go downstairs, Claire and Sophie, because Claire's trying to get Sophie out of the house. The mom is no longer on the fucking stairs. And for some reason, Claire is like, you know what? We have to get out of here. We'll go through the front door Let's downstairs. Do we couldn't barricade <laughs> ourselves inside of a door because we found out previously that barricading yourself behind something with a door on it seems to prevent that woman from being able to get into anything. <laughs> I, I'm just, I'd like to point that out. We literally saw that in the show where if you put something in front of a door, she can no longer open it. So, the mom, while they're at the door, while Sophie and Claire are at the door, the mom stabs Claire in the butt. With a, that with big a giant knife. ass kitchen yeah. knife. 
Um, then proceeds to cut her face and then stabs her in the leg. She tells Sophie to get out. Then she asks the ghost, please help us. Well, Sophie actually whacks mom in the face with a... With her shoe. Uh, was it a shoe? She kicked her... Well... It was oh, like a something. It was something. It's like a yeah. paddle or something it like was, that. It was, was something weird. that looked painful. And that's when uh, the mom was like, I'm gonna get you, child. <laughs> You're so, going to die now, Claire's Claire. Like, you should have gotten involved. Claire's like, get out, get out. And so Sophie runs. Uh, she she gets Sophie. No, Claire gets stabbed in the leg. Claire kicks the mom in the face. Then she asks the ghost to help her. This is whenever the ghost actually does fucking help, which the, I was really who, happy about. Who's going to help you, Claire? Like, totally like, forgetting about the fact that there was a fucking ghost there that knocked the shit out of the mom and broke her earth. Four or five times, and she's, like, she's like, who's gonna help you in this house that I've been harmed in for trying to hurt people <laughs> repeatedly? Like, I just, like, what what is wrong with you, lady? So, Are you, you just do not have pattern recognition so at all. So, the ghost does help. The ghost actually helps a lot, because she... This she, is three minutes of brutality to uh, this woman. It's great, though, because we hate the mom at this point by now. So, she, she makes the mom, forces the mom to drop the knife, breaks her arm. Very slowly. Uh, you could see it, like, almost coming out of the, the skin, and then it does. Um, and then she breaks her arm by or breaks her leg by bending it the opposite way yeah. that it's supposed to go. So all the way in the front. Kind of like The Arrival, if you've ever seen that movie. And then she, like... I don't know if she breaks her neck or her jaw. It looked like she broke her jaw, because her jaw looks... But maybe she, she was, like, pushing her... Oh, maybe she was pushing her jaw, and she, then that's what broke her neck. Yeah, so she crushed her, her <clears throat> like... It, I, yeah, maybe that's what happened. Like, the jaw went into the brain or something like that. It was it was very brutal. And that's when... Uh, and then I dead. was like, nice. Yeah. And then, then uh, Peter shows up with his partner. They go inside. They see <laughs> Sophie outside. That's when Peter goes, uh, yeah, there's a woman in here non-responsive. And I was just like, well, that's really that's cavalier not, for you, buddy. And yeah, then I realized, not, oh, that's got to be. Like, why the hell isn't Claire right there? Why didn't Claire crawl her ass outside? Claire, no. cr Claire tried she, to crawl fucking somewhere. She tried to, she must have crawled, like, not just from, like, so here's the door. <laughs> And I'm just trying to do like this is a math. She crawled. She crawls. She turns to her right. She goes into the kitchen area. Maybe that's where she called the ambulance. From? I don't know because that's the the guy has to call the ambulance. She called the cops already. Well, unless she didn't call the cops. She, I don't she know. Did. She Either called way. the cops there. I Either don't know way, what the hell's happening Peter, at this point. Peter finds Claire, and the entire time, me and John are going, please, for the love of God, don't let Peter die. And then it shifted to, please, for the love of God, don't let Claire die. Because they've both been these, through so much so nice shit. People. Please don't do it. Please, and, just and let him live. Of course, like, Peter's rocking Claire's, uh, you know, like, comatose body while going like, I'm so sorry. And we're just like, ah! <gasps> Stop it! John and I are John and I are both emotional oh while watching this movie. Oh my god! Shoot the shoot the mom's body again or something. <laughs> so, Do something. So it, it it cuts off right. You go to a blank screen and we're like, it better not end there. And thank goodness it does not. They it, give us a solid ending for this one, you guys. So we're just like, oh god, is she dead? Is she dead? Is she dead? She's and then, alive. And then it cuts to, like, inside of a graveyard where we're, like, looking at a stone statue. And I'm like, <gasps> and then it shows uh, Claire and Peter standing up. And Claire's wearing, um, she's she's got her, her uh, she has crutches. crutches and stuff like so that. she looks like crap, but that's good. <laughs> but she's alive. I'm, we don't give a shit. She's yeah, alive. She, that's all we alive. care about. So um, at this point, they sit down and we know it's explained that Claire has now told Peter all about the ghost that she sees and 
why she takes the pills that she does because it helps her not see these ghosts and they talk about Lucas and they talk about all this stuff and it's all coming to a close. And it's all interspersed <laughs> with these scenes of this couple who are also <laughs> talking about the fact that they've got a ghost in the house. So then we see at the very end Claire looking off to the side looking for ghosts and then that's where it cuts. It's uh, I mean, it's a good ending. It's a, a damn good, good ending. ending. Like it's a that, damn like, good ending. It, it, it tied everything together. It left nothing unsolved. Absolutely nothing because we had two hours of just... You're plotting to go through. <sighs> it was a lot, but you know what? If it means that the movie's two hours, but it answers all my damn questions, then so be it. I guess, yeah, yeah, whatever. All right, what are you going to give it? Uh, I give it eight mystery pills out of ten. Nice! Eight uh, out of ten, that's this not bad. Is, but I'm going to tell you, do not watch this again. Just, you watch it once, you get it out of the way, <laughs> and you're done. I would watch it again. I would not watch it again. I would. It's oh just my as long God, as I was, so long. Just as long as I was not, like, like a, having an emotional day. It, it, the only way that we would watch this again is if we watched it over a three-hour period where we, like, get up, we have, like, a sandwich in the middle of it, we go do some other stuff, we come back to it, that kind of vibe. It cannot, like, it is so just like heavy the atmosphere in this entire show is so heavy that it just sits on you until you're done like a really annoyed cat and you haven't fed him all day uh, <laughs> but what about you hun what I'm, did you think it was i'm actually gonna give it an eight out of ten also um we're actually gonna do eight out of ten uh screamy ghost faces and uh, the only reason why I didn't give this a 9 out of 10 is because it royally pissed me off whenever she did not hit her from the back. Uh, it was, that was very contrived, especially when it, it does the, the shot thing. I So when uh, Sophie's mom shoots the dad in the face, it's very much that scene that happens to, is it Tom Hedleston? Yes, in, in Crimson Peak. Peak. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's it shot, it's just below the eye, you know, and it's that, like, terrible, like... <gasps> You know, it's like, oh, obviously he's dead. You know, but it's also like a, uh, okay. Uh, why the face? I'm just like, ah, oh, you saw that. <laughs> why They're, the face? You saw the, the same movie and pulled that off. You know, if this is their second movie. This is, I can't wait to see more from these these uh, Vang brothers. Vang brothers? What, I hope that's what it what was. What were their names? Uh, it's uh, Abel and Bruley. You know what? Burley. Burley Abel. Burley Abel. It was actually pretty damn good. They they did better than Burley Abel. They, they did you know, it was a, it was a good movie. Uh, whoever was working the uh, cinematography, please learn how to zoom in, though. <laughs> you, uh, you you need a moment. You got to take a, just a thing. It was like watching somebody. It was watching a bored dad at a at a t ball game, zooming in onto the other side and making comments goes, at people. And it's just like, oh wow, look at that that mom. She's getting hot. And then you really, oh no, let me zoom out. And then you like try to zoom in on other people, like because you're trying to have a good time, but it you was, also it... realize that somebody might look at the <laughs> but video. You know what, so you're though? Just like, a lot of the other scenes were really well shot. Oh, so it, it is it, just the zooming in part. That it they was need just to work the on. zooming. Like yes. it was such a a maybe it was a rushed thing. Like they just had to do it really quickly. But it was just like it took me completely out of it. <laughs> I was just like, oh god. Uh, but, uh, you know, that's, that may be just me. Maybe it's, it's just the way I kind of think about it. But what about you guys? Did you think it was a great movie? Do you love this kind of thing? Uh, do you have a Shutter app? You know, like, are you, you watching this on your TV? You watching this on a Roku? What are you doing? Let us know. Reach out to us. ESAT3AM at gmail.com. That's going to be the email. ESAT3AM.com, main website. At ESAT3AM on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, reach out to us. Leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. We want to hear from you. We'd love to hear 
how you felt about this movie. Was this too long? Was it too short? Did you love it? Are, are you the Vang Brothers? Are you gonna <laughs> try to fight me because of the zoom-in? Maybe maybe this is your, your thing. I listen don't know. Listen here, Burly Abel. We gave you guys a high rating, so if you want to listen to this one, now's the best time to listen yep. to this review and tell all your friends about us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so uh, on that note, we will see you guys next time. Next time. Later. Bye.